MYP fam, welcome to today's episode. We're going to get into the next part of monetizing your podcast. And once again, you're going to learn that it's never too early. We're going to talk about some things that you can do and we're going to talk about how you can get started. So take some notes and let's get into this toolbox edition of the Marketing Your Podcast Show. You don't have to be like crushing. You don't have to have this million follower audience in order to sustain a show, right? In order to just have someone edit your podcast, right? In order to hire a little a VA or have a little staff or have a little team or have you know something outside of yourself so that either A, you can just focus on producing you know, more quality content or B, you don't have to spend so much time doing everything in your podcast. And so it's never too early to at least start thinking about how to monetize it. Right. And there are, like, like I said, you can offer memberships, you can sell merchandise, um, you can be an affiliate, right. You can uh, sell other people's stuff. You, you know, so a lot of different ways that you can monetize it. I do just think that it's important to think about, you know, how you're going to do that. So the next thing that we talk about in, in terms of marketing and monetizing your podcast is uh, something that I think it may be a little controversial in the podcast space. And I am a big, uh, no, undoubtedly a big believer in, in downloads, right? And getting downloads and uh, getting more listens because ultimately that's what a sponsor wants to see. Ultimately, that's going to tell iTunes and Spotify and, and all these things at your show, people are actually tuning in and listening and it'll help you rank and, and all that kind of stuff. Where it gets a little, where I veer away from what many podcast kind of strategists and gurus or whatever will tell you is that I think that it's not just about the podcast, right? That if you have a ton of listens and a ton of downloads on your podcast, that's great. But if you don't have a way to engage your community or, or you don't have a real community that's cultivating itself on its own that are talking about you, sharing about you, posting, comment, like if, if there's not this ongoing conversation that's happening online, then you're going to have to keep working so hard week after week after week to continue to sustain and grow their audience. And so like, let's think about podcasts, right? As a platform, the great things about them is that I, they are on the places that I mentioned. They're on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and Google and Amazon Music is starting to get in there in Pandora and all these different places that are realizing that people want to listen to podcasts. So it's great that you can kind of, and a lot of, you know, you can upload to one place a lot of times and you can distribute it to all those places. I think that's fantastic, right? The challenge is, is that there's a lot of places out there. So you're not necessarily sure where these downloads or listens are, are necessarily where they're coming from or where they're happening. And then the other side of it is, is that you can't really talk to those people. You can't really communicate with those people outside of just releasing an episode. And that's not conducive to marketing to them, right? To monetizing. You, it's, it, your, your show should not be what you the way that you monetize it. Your show should be the way that you introduce yourself into these into these people's world, right? That you build trust, uh, create a connection with them, build some authority in their eyes, some credibility in their eyes for them to be able to, to trust you or to like you or, you know, whatever. There's obviously this process that people have to go through. That's what your podcast should do. And there should be some hook, some, some, some way, some breadcrumbs way for them to be able to get into your follow-up system so that you can monetize them there, right? Nobody, nobody likes to be sold to out in the, uh, in the open. I remember it was really interesting because my, my background in the sales, direct sales game. That's kind of where I, I got my chops out of high school. And I remember when people were doing like group presentations, right? The thing to do was to always take the person off to the side and close them there, right? And so like you'd have a presentation, everybody would be talking, you'd be kind of like a fun gathering activity thing. 
And then you take people off to the side and kind of talk about money and close them and kind of work through, figure out what they're going to buy on an individual basis, not in front of everybody, right? Because buying is an individual kind of thing. And so and it should be treated as such. And so, and so that's why it's really challenging and difficult to sell on podcasts, right? The sales should be done somewhere else, right? Behind closed doors or in an email, right? Or, you know, a text or some sort of follow up. And so having a channel, right? Having a, having a way to communicate with these people, whether it be through an email or whether it be through an Instagram post or an Instagram story or a text message or a tweet or whatever it is, but, but having these different channels or different ways for you to communicate with people is really, really powerful. And so that's why we, we really enjoy things like Instagram or TikTok or even LinkedIn to a, a certain extent, because it allows the brand, it allows the show, the podcast to create a page. You can create an Instagram page, you can create a TikTok page, and then you can reach out directly as the brand, as the show to the, a potential listener or to a listener that you know, right? We were just going through and we were kind of cross-referencing a show that we were going to get start, work, start working with. And we were trying to figure out, you know, this show's like, they're not brand new, but their their social, their channel is brand new. They put out over a hundred episodes, I know a couple hundred episodes. They've got over a hundred ratings and reviews. They have 50 people on their Instagram that follow them, right? And they have 400 YouTube subscribers. And so the, the challenge is they just didn't know who any of their listeners were. They didn't know and they didn't have a way to communicate with them outside of their episode or outside of their podcast. And so if they wanted to monetize them, they had to put everything into the show. And that has its own kind of challenges and certain. So all that to say that it's really helpful and really valuable to build your platform, right? And build this channel outside of just the YouTube or excuse me, just outside of the podcast platform. One way that we like to do that is by creating other content, right? And I think that another reason that I may differ from a lot of podcast strategists is that I see that there's a lot more opportunity in being a brand or being a show as opposed to just a podcast, right? A lot of shows, right? Podcasts have obviously evolved out of the radio world. And what was interesting is that in the latter parts of the, in the last several years, right? Last five years or so, let's say, a lot of radio shows have been making their way over to video, right? They've been one of the, the Breakfast Club. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Breakfast Club. They are a, a they've been a very popular radio show in New York, like a morning radio show in New York for years, right? And New York is a huge, huge market. But they started realizing the opportunity of getting on and posting their videos on and their interviews and their content on YouTube. And now their popularity has gone global and they've gone mainstream, right? And so my reason in sharing that story is to help you to see that podcast is just one, one thread in which you can communicate with your listeners, right? And although podcasting creates a, you can develop some very loyal listeners and some very deep connections with listeners through podcasting because they sit with you for 30, 45 minutes when they listen to your episode sometimes. And so you can really go deep with them. But the challenge is, is that it's only one directional, right? It's just you talking at them. And so there's, there's not a lot of way for them to be able to participate, for them to be able to engage 
in these in your content. And so there's a whole debate around or a whole strategy around repurposing and and even a lot of debate. I just saw some someone saying that you, you shouldn't repurpose. And so the lesson that I took out of seeing something like that was just that there are there's levels to this. There is a best way or a better way to do a lot of these things. And that the podcast world is competitive. I think there's something over like 5 million, almost 6 million podcasts out now, right? And so you're thinking about that, that's a big ocean to compete with or to compete in. And so you've got to find ways to separate yourself from the rest of the, the show, you know, the rest of the shows. Thanks for listening to the MYP show. We know that there are a ton of podcasts that you could be listening to, and we are grateful that you chose some time to spend with us today. If you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, just search for me, Hector Santi Esteban. Make sure you're subscribed to the show, and we'd always love for you to leave a comment or rating so that other people can find it as well. We hope you're having an amazing day, that you're safe and thriving, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the MYP show.